Welcome to the Is This Enough feed. David Hoare here, co-host of Is This Enough, letting you know that I am returning to the Edinburgh Fringe this summer from the 2nd to the 25th of August with my new show, 1000% Musical Comedy, in which I will attempt to create the maximum amount of musical comedy. Tickets on sale now from the Fringe website. I will be doing a preview of the show at the Brighton Fringe on Saturday, May 4th at 4.15pm at Three Jolly Butchers. Tickets available via Skiddle. And if you'd like to see James O'Donoghue live they're performing on Thursday the 2nd of May at Comedy Queers at Off-Broadway in Hackney also you can now watch full video versions of new episodes of Is This Enough on YouTube starting with mini episode 4 Is This Enough with James O'Donoghue and David Hall. So we um, decided to paint the walls in a way that a landlord would never let us do. Uh, so we went for big, bold colours, and uh, it, look, it looks better now. There's stuff in it, but when it was more sparse, this room looked like a it looked like a uh, tapas restaurant. <laughs> and the bedroom looked like a Spanish hospital, uh, but now what? it's got stuff in it. It looks uh, like a fun home. Why was it so Spanish? Um, I don't know. It just had very uh, Del Toro vibes, to be honest. <laughs> uh, which era Del Toro was it? Um... Oh, do you mean Guillermo um, Del Toro rather than Benedict? Benedicio. Guillermo, as I believe Slavoj Žižek would pronounce it. Okay. I'm not uh, going to re-attempt to pronounce these Gil- words that I can't say. Old Gil... Gil de Toro rather than Benicio del Toro, because I was yes. about to start talking about how much I love Licence to Kill, the James Bond film. I'd love to see a, a Guillermo del Toro Bond film. Yes, thank you. That would be good, where it's actually enjoyable. I've got a real... Please try to stay out of the <laughs> nether realm this time, Mr. Bond. <laughs> and you're like, wow, this is really surreal and a lot more violent. I do like the fact that in Pan's Labyrinth, like... It's got some of the creepiest monster designs you've ever seen in your entire life. And you're like, what's the scariest bit about it? And it's like, the dad. The dad is yeah, the yeah. scariest thing. Yeah. You know all the bit with all the horror shit? Yeah. That's light relief from the Spanish fascists. <laughs> um, similar, similar with The Babadook, to be honest. Uh, is that Babadook. another one of his films? No. Have you not seen The Babadook? No. I also love the way you're saying it in your accent. Oh, Babadook. <laughs> I, I know it sounds like a uh, a person from the Midlands saying baby duck when I say it. <laughs> the Babadook. Oh, no. <laughs> um, yeah, the, sorry, the uh, the Babadook. Uh, <laughs> Is it an elephant? <laughs> yeah. Babadook. He comes in through your nightmares to cure your depression with a fine haircut. <laughs> It, right, is my hot take for this week, David. Yeah. Put this in. Barbers have gotten soft. <laughs> used to be, right? Fella that used to cut my hair in Bushell Park. God love him, he's probably dead by now. Mm. He used to have a fag on the go, snip my hair, and his wife would, sla- would slag him off and swear at him from behind the till. And now... Um, th- now my girlfriend does it because I, I, I get anxious about going to the barber's. Hello, and welcome to Is This Enough? <laughs> is it that the barbers have got soft, or is it that you've got soft? Um, 
the barbers are using more medicated uh, moisturising conditioner, which has softened me. And by the barbers, you mean your girlfriend? Yeah. <laughs> I get nervous. I don't know how to do small talk. Uh, have I ever talked to you about going to the osteopath? Uh, tell me about your... <laughs> So going to the osteopath is like measures. yeah, it's like going to the hairdressers or the barbers, but uh, instead of you getting your hair done, you take your top off and they kick the shit out of you. But whilst <laughs> they're like twisting you in all sorts of contorted ways, they're then like, "So have you got anything coming up this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> you going anywhere nice on holiday this year?" <laughs> <laughs> I just need to put my knee in your spine. So what is it your girlfriend does? So yeah, I highly recommend it. Hello, and welcome to Is This Enough? The only game show that you're allowed to listen to. We can hear when you're betraying us. Fucking stop it. (laughs) I'm joined by David Hoare, and I am thy father's spirit, doomed for a certain term to walk the night and for the day confined to fasting fires till the foul crimes done in my days of nature are burnt and purged away. Also known as James (laughs) O'Donoghue. Now, every week, me and Davey Wavyhaw make up four dumb games for each other to play. We don't know what we're going to ask each other to do. Uh, It's a delight and a surprise and a terror and a disaster every time. So strap in, <laughs> buckle up, because it's time to answer, is this enough? Mm. With James O'Donoghue and David Hall. Also, we have uh, some excellent uh, opportunities for you to get involved at home. You can join in with our audience round at the end, and you can send your answers in to isthisenoughpodcasting at gmail.com. Gmail. <laughs> and uh, and there are also prizes that me and David could win. Ooh, Ooh and prizes. there is also a punishment. Ooh. Ooh. So let's find out if this is enough. As we play, <laughs> is this enough with James O'Donoghue and David Hoare? David, yeah, make it all make sense again. I will make it all make sense again with round one. Round one. Round one is called Gwenroll Knowledge. <laughs> I was trying to think of one. I was trying to think of one and, 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 and it was going to fuck you up. And then I remembered the, the numbering, the way we order these doesn't work with me being able to do that because you, you, you already start with a general knowledge theme thing. Yeah. So I thought oh, I'll, I'll I'll forget about it. Plus, I can't think of any more. We've had general knowledge, general knowledge, general <laughs> knowledge. knowledge. <laughs> oh, Welcome great. to general knowledge. Are these lyrics sung by Gwen Stefani from No Doubt? <laughs> James, I have are you a fan? No doubt. <laughs> James, uh, are you a fan of uh, Gwen Stefani and/or No Doubt? What do you think I'm listening to on these headphones, David? Hopefully me, I- but it could be like my suspicions from the Linkin Park guitarist, who, while on stage playing in the end, is actually just listening to Stephen Fry audiobooks. Is that true? That's just what I was saying whilst I was watching them at Sonosphere. 
because I watched them at Sonosphere and whilst they weren't playing songs from their first album, me and my friend were just taking the piss out of them because we were just waiting for the hits because we are villains. Um, so yeah, Gwen Stefani, lead singer of No Doubt, had a successful solo career as well with many hits written by uh, Pharrell Williams. So let's see how well James does with these. James, number one. These are for 10 points each. Was this a lyric sung by Gwen Stefani? This shit is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Now, David, of course, that shit was bananas. Yes. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. And I, I am very excited to say, yes, David, that was that was indeed a Gwen Stefani lyric. Hooray! Yes. That was you. indeed from Hollaback Girl, allegedly written about Courtney Love. Uh, that oh. is 10 points for you right there, James O'Donoghue. You must feel proud right now. I'm proud like a father. <laughs> a father whose son is finally going to jail. <laughs> and I'm proud of them for owning up to their mistakes. <laughs> Unfortunately, their mistakes was war crimes. <laughs> James, number two, was this a lyric sung by Gwen Stefani? There's a shit in my jacuzzi. J A C U Z Z I. David, 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 David. I I can't, in all good consciousness, say that yes, that was a Gwen Stefani lyric. You you, you take me for a fool, a plum fool, David. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, that wasn't from Holocrack Girl. So, (laughs) correct, that is another 10 points to you, my friend, James O'Donoghue. James O'Donoghue, number three, was this a lyric sung by Gwen Stefani? Don't speak, I know just what you're thinking. Don't tell me, because it hurts. That was indeed her on a visit to a proctologist. (laughs) (laughs) Because she is a holocrack girl. Uh, correct, that is indeed uh, from the song Don't Speak, a no doubt hit. Wonderful. No no doubt. In it your mind. <laughs> no doubt we'll be making this pun again in the next 10 seconds. No doubt we will, David. <laughs> Question number four. Was this a Gwen Stefani lyric? Don't speak. I know just what you're thinking. Your card is the five of clubs. Oh, this is good. This is good stuff. <laughs> Yes, yes, they see that was Gwen's. That was Gwen. No, hold on. Sorry, I got confused between her and uh, another competing act called Gwen Stephanie. Uh, she was told to uh, stand down by both uh, Equity and the uh, and the Spotlight Actors Directory. Mm. Did you know that uh, Kesha, the uh, with a dollar sign, tried to get Kesha? from i think Ke- keisha from sugar babe to change her name being like i'm the only kesha and it's like no nah, that's my birth name i've had it longer than you i can't change it so i think kesha anyway should have changed her name to keisha <laughs> what with q i yeah <laughs> no james you're wrong don't speak i know what you're thinking your car was a five of clubs was not a lyric sung by gwen stefani i'm very sorry your final question was this a lyric sung by Gwen Stefani? This shit is anti-disestablishmentarianism. A-N-T-D-I-E-S-S-T-A-B-L-I-S-H-M-A-N-T-A-R-I-A-N-I-S-M. 
Is some people just just really want to rub not being dyslexic into my face? <laughs> I am one of those people. <laughs> Look at him spelling. Uh, his legible handwriting. David, I don't think that. I don't think that was a, a Guinevere Stefani. <laughs> Is she Guinevere? Let's look it up. Probably just Gwyneth. You imagine oh. if it was Guinevere. She's rocking there with a Tolkien-ass name. Oh, it's just Gwen. It's like when somebody's birth name is just Chris. You're like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'd add the rest if that was me. Uh, you know what, what freaks me out sometimes? <laughs> you meet people who go by their middle name and you're like, what the fuck are you doing, mate? <laughs> I know a few people that go by a middle name because like, their father gave them their own first name, which is such a, like, you will live my life. You are mine. You are my descendant. You are not your own being. Okay, that sort is of one shit. of the very few times where two wrongs make a right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And other times it's just because... Ugh. I'm sorry, you're wrong, James. Uh, that was indeed from a Gwen Stefani song called Spelling with Gwen. So at the end hey. of that... <laughs> you've got yourself 30 points. Over 30 to you cool ones. for round two. Round two. Round two. My, my, my. David, this round is called Where Is My Mind Worm? Ooh, just realised should have been Earworm. Ooh, but that doesn't work with the song. Ooh. Are you singing Dave, Ooh, as in Where Is My Mind? Carry on. Yes, yes. Good. Every Anything you hear, it's on purpose. Anything you hear can and will be used against you in a court of law. Carry on. Oh, my God. What kind of case would use this as evidence? That's when you know that we've made it, when we've got, when we've got a, a sponsorship from a mattress brand. Mm -hmm. and a, Please, and, we're open and to we're it. Being, please do. We would love to sleep. Please we just yeah, we sleep. Both, we both can't sleep without the mattress brand. <laughs> The mattress brands keep don't taking our sleep. mattresses away. I don't have a mattress. <laughs> the slats hurt. Um, <laughs> this is, where is my mind worm? Do these cities have top-selling songs named after them? Each of these are worth 420 points. <gasps> oh, yeah. As in 420, not 4.20. That That's really good. As an aside, I nearly made my first round 420 points as well. Don't know why. Just think it's fun. Whoa! Maybe we're just so radical. Maybe we're in the band The New Radicals. Uh, carry on. Whoa, now. <laughs> hey, you know those fucking old radicals like Karl Marx, They Frederick don't Engels. get what they give. Sorry. Uh... <laughs> uh, so, David... Do these songs? Uh, no. Do these cities have songs named after them? That'd be fucked if it was the other way round. Um, obviously, we're going for like charted songs. This can't just be like, oh, Middlesbrough. Yeah. <laughs> Graham down the hill is like mm, Birmingham. So David, yeah. Let's start off with uh, Vienna. Yes, Ultravox. Pfft. 
Yeah. This yeah. means something to me. It's yeah. my inheritance. That's the sound of um, Midger's children. Carry on. I made, I made that far too easy. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Well, you've won 420 points. A woohoo! A woo. And indeed, a who. <laughs> David, does the London borough of Southwark, the northern quarter of which, have a song named after it? Southwark. Southwark. It's got like a da-da, da-da, Southwark, Southwark. Is that the uh, lyrics to the um, EastEnders theme tune? Southwark, 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 Southwark. Are you saying that you think that East End is as south as River Sun? I mean, A, I have really, really bad knowledge of geography. I got a D in GCSE geography and was proud of that. B, I don't know London very well because uh, I haven't deserted Bristol. Oh! Oh! <laughs> Shit's fired. <fine. laughs> uh, C, Anita Dobson already did lyrics for uh, the East Enders theme tune. Uh, and in a way, anyone can fall in love, David. <laughs> when they play, is this enough? Yes, you will fall in love with something, even if it is your own hatred of this podcast. Uh, I don't know. I don't think they ever did a song about Southwark. Oh, David, unfortunately, not the borough in general. However, the part of Southwark I was talking about was, of course, Waterloo, where there's a song named after it. with Sounds like someone needed to do a bit more geography. Come <laughs> that is yeah well i'm gonna fail this now because i actually have to engage in geographical knowledge of which i have none carry on uh david is there a song named after basingstoke <laughs> i would like to be in a blazing squad tribute band called basingstoke <laughs> Ah, oh, Basing Squad. <laughs> um, Basing Stoke, Basing Stoke, Basing Stoke. Is that it? Basing Stoke, Basing Stoke, Basing Stoke. Basing Stoke. I tell you what, it isn't a hit song yet, but it will be. Then no, I think no. <laughs> no, unfortunately, there is a song named after Basing Stoke. It is, of course, The Sound of Silence. <laughs> <laughs> joke there about Basingstoke being a shithole <laughs> and if you are listening in Basingstoke um, we can only apologise uh, we can only apologise not about you being in Basingstoke I'm sure that you're enjoying your time there and are also bringing a lot to your city uh, please do not uh, come at us we are but small fragile men whose skin will crumple crumply men is there a song named after Nubliana? <laughs> I don't even know that, that was a place. Nubliana. Nubliana. Where's that? It's the, uh, it's the capital of Slovenia. <laughs> uh, that sounds too specific. Yes. Yes, there is. David, there isn't a charting song named after Nubliana. Oh. How silly of you. Oh. You are. You're, you're shocking at this. I've I got am. us all... Musical, musical David Hall. 
doesn't even know these song facts that I've made <laughs> to be overly cryptic. Well, that's a good idea, actually. I should make more rounds that deride you, because this is what you're doing to me right now. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Hope you feel derided. I do. Uh, deride these. Jason, they... derided. Carry on. Hey. <laughs> St. Petersburg. Is there a song named after St. Petersburg? I think there is. I feel like there's... I can't remember who, but I seem to remember there being a song called St. Petersburg by someone. Could be Kate Bush. Could be Ababa. Uh, it could be anyone. Yes. Let's go with a yes. David, you are correct. Yes. It was, of course, West End Girls. They didn't <laughs> specify what West End they were in. Sometimes. That's she Let's not do that. Uh... <laughs> And then last one, David, the infernal city of Azazel, Beelzebub and Lucifer. Is that what that Sam Smith song's about? No. Doing something unholy. Like, that's unholy, isn't it? Hey, what's your, is this your answer? The Sam, <laughs> the Sam Smith song. You sound so done with my shit already today. <laughs> Is, it, is your answer the Sam Smith song? All right, calm down. <laughs> no, uh, yes, let's go with that, yeah. Yes. Well, you didn't need to tell me what song it was. You just say, yes, it is a, 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 has a, a song or not. So uh, you got the answer wrong, however, but the trappings of the round itself, I have to give you the points. Uh, so well done. You've got yourself 1,260 points at the end of that. Of course... The infernal city of Azazel, Beelzebub, and Lucifer were the crossroads at See You at the Crossroads. <laughs> of course, where the Blazing Squad manifested themselves. <laughs> where the Blazing Squad dwell. Where they wait for you. <laughs> Amazing. Let's do round Amazing three. Squad. <laughs> James, round three is called Onion or Bunion. I'm going to give you five bits of white flakes to eat, and you just have to tell me, is it an onion or is it a bunion? Whoa, now! <laughs> uh, no, I am, uh, of course, joking that the third round is called Cricket. I hardly even knew it. Is this a cricket fielding position? This is for 100 points a question. James, oh, have you ever played cricket? Uh, yes, when I was at school. Very briefly, it was one of the three lessons we did in PE that wasn't football. Mm. Uh, have you ever watched cricket on uh, the television? No, because I would rather die. <laughs> How old were you in 2005? I was 11 for the most part. Okay, fair. My mum used to really like watching cricket on the telly when she was ironing. Uh, so I saw quite a lot of cricket and I got quite into it when it was on Channel 4. And then in 2005, the England team won the Ashes for the first time in a billion years. And then they went, so many people watched that. Let's sell it to Sky. And then I never saw cricket again. And now I have no interest in it. Uh, however... Uh, I do have retained some information for it. I'm going to put that into this question. Do you know any cricket fielding positions? Up 
Periscope. <laughs> I was say that's just a Pixar film. Uh, okay, I'm going to give you five <laughs> cricketing positions. You just have to tell me whether they are or aren't a cricketing position. 400 points each. Number one is straight a cricketing position on the field. I don't think that anyone who plays cricket is straight. <laughs> <laughs> that was a homophobic joke. David, I do think that was a cricketing supposition. Supposition. Welcome to Two Friends Melting. Uh, correct, you are correct. That's 100 points for you and your face. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. James. Yes. Number two is by a cricketing position. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. What's happened here is uh, me and David work quite similarly. So David will, will do a grand plan for a joke. And that joke will come to me and I'll go, here he is. Here he is. <laughs> and I'll do that joke. And uh, then the joke is said. And then David's mate crafted an entire round. But I, <laughs> like a greedy Augustus gloop of comedy. Mm, that's what you I've are. already fallen into the chocolatey lake. <laughs> we call of- it the AGG of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> If you were going to be, uh, which one of the kids uh, from um, Charlie the Chocolate Factory would you like to be? Defo the Gloopster. <laughs> I wouldn't mind being Mike TV, I think. I think travelling through um, TV signals would be cool. That's what you do for a living. Thank you very much. And then uh, at the end he gets stretches out really big. So he goes really small, which would be interesting, like Ant-Man. And then he gets really big. Like Ant-Man. Also, I've never seen Ant-Man. <laughs> That's about the long and short of it. Hey! The let's, long and short. Let's, let's, let's. Um, James, is by a position on the cricketing field? Why not? I'm sorry, you're wrong. That is oh, dear. you being a dingus. Uh, James, number three, is silly mid-off a position on the cricketing field? Cricket is really... Because it's because it's like quite an old sport. Yeah. I think you it could have any combination of words, and it would be come down to like a Georgian drunk mm-hmm. off his face on Lordnum. That's the round. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the character round for later on. <laughs> Hello, boys. Hello, boys. Is Lava <laughs> Lamp McStiffy a cricketing position? <laughs> Yes, I I think was it silly mid off, silly mid off. Yes, silly mid off is is a, is a is a, is yes. It's 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 everything to me. <laughs> Correct. That is another hundred points to you, my finest friend, James. Number four for a hundred points is deep backwards. Uh, cricketing position on the cricketing field is deep backwards. Deep backwards. Again, it's silly enough. <laughs> or is it a rapper from the Blazing Squad? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's good stuff. <laughs> Talking about cricket, that is. Deep backwards. <laughs> Deep backwards is uh, is indeed a cricket position. It's where you put the cricket bat right up your bum. <laughs> 
<laughs> Correct. That's another 100 points to you there. Number five, Whoa. James, is four fingers deep backwards. <laughs> Cricketing position. It is after the game. <laughs> because they need to get their prostates checked quite mm. frequently. Yes. It's a high-stress environment. They're, they're balls getting on. flying everywhere. It's balls flying and cups. Have you ever won a cricketing cup? I have, yes. Yeah. Never in the game of cricket. <laughs> nah. I've won one on Shakespeare. Which, uh, which, I, which play of Shakespeare's was that? Uh, was that the was, one uh, where they finally used the spear? <laughs> <laughs> he's been... He's, <laughs> he's been threatening it... <laughs> Since Julius Caesar. <laughs> and he waits for like Cymbeline right at the end and he's like, hey! <laughs> to spear or not to spear? That is my life's work. Is this a spear I see before me? Uh, <laughs> does this every fucking play. I don't understand what you're doing, Will. <laughs> the king... Is in the audience, <laughs> and he's very excited to join in with the dance of the cuckolds. And he hates but, spears. And he hates spears. Will <laughs> now listen. He hates spears. He hates he Britney hates, Spears. He, he hates spear mint. <laughs> he hates the Pokemon Spearow. <laughs> he, he hate. He hates. He hates. John Pertwee's opening storyline from Doctor Who, a spearhead from space. <laughs> Hates all of it. And here you are every fucking time. We are the King's Men Theatre Company, Will. The King's Men. That, that crowd twat can get us closed down. <laughs> it says here... Wherefore art thou spear? I tell you wherefore art should be. Fucking nowhere in the script. Get it out. Well, well, what's this? What's this in the script? <laughs> Exit pursued by a bear holding a spear. <laughs> I don't fucking think so, Will. Don't I call don't him spear so. bottom. Just call him bottom. All right. Well, well, well. Sat on stage. Get that off, you numpty. So, James, is four fingers deep backwards a uh, cricketing position? It isn't. It isn't a cricketing position. Correct! That's another fine 100 points to you there, bringing your total to 340 points. Oh, congratulations. 340? Don't blaze it. (laughs) Please don't blaze that. Please. (laughs) It's highly flammable. <laughs> Is this enough? Well, David, before we crack on to the next round, let's talk about prizes. Oh. Prizes, prizes, prizes. <laughs> because we're living in a material world, and I am a material person. <laughs> and uh, David, I am a material they. I also like the way you said <laughs> prizes, 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 like you were Tony Blair on your platform. Uh, look, David, uh, I think <laughs> prizes, 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 uh, prizes such as oil oh, and uh, illegal lad wars. Um, <laughs> and then just being respected as, as a statesman afterwards and maybe my chief spin doctor beating us in the 
podcast charts. <laughs> Yikes. I know. Some people are in the podcast charts when they should be in The Hague. Hooray! David, the, Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Last week, I lost and was given a bin full of used dry white markers. Mm. However, David, you won and you got everything you ever wanted and how to get it. Mm. David, how are you getting on? I didn't know what I wanted. <laughs> Yeah, because you work in the arts. <laughs> it went horrible. It was such a horrible week. Never get what you wanted. As the band Kitty said, I thought what I always wanted was you. <laughs> That's what they said. Do you remember the only female new metal band? Kitty? No, I don't. I, don't. I, I think I missed new metal. I, I miss you, new metal. You I know you missed. missed new metal. Hello, I'm uh, Miss New Metal. <laughs> Who will be crowned? Gentlemen, and welcome to Miss New Metal. <laughs> uh, oh, I was 11 when Lib Biscuit and Linkin Park both released albums, uh, and uh, everybody that's had probably a good time. like that's probably the perfect age to be for for both those. I bought a red hat pre-MAGA because I liked Red Dust so much. Uh, yeah, yeah. I used to wear my emotions on my CDs. Uh, I had a Papa Roach hoodie. I had uh, uh, a desire to be uh, cool, but I also didn't fit in. Hence, new metal. There we go. Mm. James Whereas what, what I, we, oh, sorry. I just enjoyed the metals on the periodic table. Nothing wrong with the metals God gave us. They're pretty heavy. What are this week's prizes, James? David, this week's prizes are, for winning, you can get a night in Dorking. <gasps> oh. <laughs> but if you lose, you get a fight with the Dork King. <laughs> Who is? Uh, he, he ironically does live in Dorking. <laughs> He's got a lot of Funko Pops. Shall we travel down together? <laughs> Let's do it. I'll see you at the crossroads. He's got a lot of Funko Pops. He's got some Funko Pops, and uh, he's got he's got a lot of Stargate merch. Funko Pops is the new metal of collecting. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm actually a nerd. It's like, are you? Are you now? Yeah. Great. Yeah. Did you try really hard to find those Funko Pops, or were they just in Forbidden Planet? Cool. <laughs> Let's just like we're very bitter. Forbid- right, For- Forbidden Planet is the new metal of comic shops. Yeah, 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 for sure. It's great when you first go, and then yeah, you go to go to a real comic shop. All right. Yeah. Get yourself down to Gosh Comics, mate. Exactly. Get yourself down to Mega City Comics, mate. <laughs> Get yourself down to that <laughs> in Cardiff. All right. What, mate? You do that for me, son. <laughs> what you want to do, mate, is you can go to a small town that somehow has a comic shop and you don't entirely know who that serves. Mm. Right? Get yourself down to Margate. Yeah. That is literally how they find the best comic shops. It's in a town with like 30 people. Get yourself to St Albans, son. Good comic book shop in St Albans. Bloody good there comic shop. It is a shop. good comic shop. There's ruddy, ruddy good stuff. Twinned with a very good record shop. Oh! Mm. 
give us round four. Round four. David, round four is the Hell Simulator 9000. (laughs) (laughs) This round works uh, by uh, being horrible. David, I am going to stage a job interview with you. However, you're not going to know what you're interviewing for. Mm. You can't ask me directly what it is, uh, but you can try and wrangle and wheedle some answers out of me. And uh, if you don't get the job, I'm sorry, no points. But if you do get the job, you get 9,000 points. (gasps) That's neither over nor under (laughs) 9,000. It's exactly 9,000! exactly 9,000. Which is a quote that you can find on a poster in Forbidden Planet. (laughs) You can find, you can shout that as you play with your Funko Pops. (laughs) Oh no, you've taken them out of the packaging. Oh, boo-hoo, boo-hoo. Unfortunately, we're really going in on Funko Pops today, and I can't be. I'm. I'm. I'm I couldn't be happier. Welcome to Is This Enough, sponsored by Funko Pops. <laughs> <laughs> we're not sponsored. It's by Forbidden Planet. <laughs> oh. mm, no, we're not sponsored by anyone currently. Please sponsor us, please. We're good at stuff. Uh, we want Spons- their mattresses. <laughs> sponsored by BlackRock. What would be the most sinister company to get sponsored? Sponsored by Monsanto. That would be horrid. Yeah, I don't know. AK-47, the company. (laughs) (laughs) AK-47, PLC. (laughs) Just a podcaster being like, yeah, I uh, I use AK-47s every day at home, you know. It's not just kind of uh, an advert for the pod. I do actually use the products regularly, so... um... You know, you can put them in water and they still work every day, which happens to me a lot. You know, we've got a lot of flooding in this area, so... All right, I'm going to put you on mute now. Or I'm going to mute myself, even. Uh, And I'll tell the audience what's going to happen. Oh, okay, I'm not going to hear what this is until... So you're not going to hear what this is. I'm going to shut my eyes I'm going to whisper down here. All right, you. Listen here. David Hall, the co-host on this podcast is now going to interview for the position of a pig masturbator, okay? It's a, it's a callback to, uh, I believe, episode zero, um, which you can go back and listen to now. We'll wait. I hope you enjoyed that. Here we go. It looks very confused. Uh, for the purposes of the listener there, I kind of had my hands over my eyes, but then I took them off and I realised that James had their hands over their mouth. Sort of just looked like they were doing some really, really gnarly beatboxing. Let the birdies in the... Oh. <laughs> what job is it? Uh, go ahead. Hello. Welcome. Take a seat. Hi. How are you? Ah, ha, ha. Busy, busy, busy. You know how it is these days. Mm, uh, I certainly do. Uh, are you on shift currently? Oh, I don't do that kind of handiwork anymore. Uh, instead, I do more of an administrative role. Uh, but if we ever get too busy, then I do have to roll up my sleeves and get cracking. What was your favourite part of the job before 
you started doing admin? Um, just the the satisfied customers. <laughs> but tell us about you. What first you attracted? What for, what first attracted you to this position? What first made you attractive? Mm. Um, what first attracted you to me, boy? <laughs> Um, I have to say the um, location would be excellent for me. Ah, yes, it's positively idyllic out here, apart from the shed. Mm. Uh, How much time do I need to spend in the shed when I first start here? Uh, It will be quite (laughs) shed-heavy. This is quite a shed-oriented role. Uh, Can I make a guess already? You you can. Is it? Am I joining the band Shed Seven? You're not. You're not <laughs> in Shed Seven. Okay, that's fine. Um, You're not even in the Shed Seventeen. <laughs> okay. Um, will I need to bring anything into the shed with me, or will everything be there? Oh, everything will be there. You'll have the correct PPE. Um, but I would say just bring. Uh, you, you'll you'll probably want headphones and some music. Rhythmic stuff tends to help. Mm, okay, fantastic. So we know it's not Amazon Warehouse. That's good. Um, uh, do how many other people will be at work with me at the same time? Um, it's very it's quite seasonal. So however many is needed that day, it's a a, a rolling zero hours contract. Ah. <laughs> That's also what attracted me to the role. <laughs> um, isn't this job job interview where you should be asking me the questions? David, uh, are you uh, qualified for this role, do you think? Yes, I have a music tech degree, so I think I'm qualified to do everything. Okay. Yeah, it was a glib answer. Mm, makes me really I sound. Choking a job interview. <laughs> Who does this fella think he is, eh? Yeah. Just want to really gets a load of this. I really just want to show that I'm, you know, ready to muck in, but ready to make the job a fun time. Yes. Uh, speaking <laughs> of mucking in, you know, uh, the the uh, it is a quite a, a messy job. Mm. Uh, I hope you don't mind getting your hands dirty. No, that's fine. Uh, can I make another guess? Am I the new answer. host of Art Attack? You are not. And neither could you ever replace Neil Buchanan. Can I be the Neil Newcan? <laughs> Get that idea out of your fucking skull, son. Okay, fair enough. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you even joke about replacing Neil Buchanan? Were you old enough to watch Zap? I have no idea what Zap is. Uh, okay. So there was a TV show uh, on ITV uh, where it basically had like a big, uh, like nine boxes and it would go into each square and there'd be like a fun little sketch. And there was a French artist with a moustache uh, who did paintings. And then years later, that turned out that it was also Neil Buchanan and a moustache. But what? you don't watch it, therefore it's not that exciting for you. But the listener at home who might be intrigued by Zap, I found out recently that the painter in Zap was Neil Buchanan. Woo! Woo! Um, 
is it? Am I a lumberjack? Uh, no, you're not a lumberjack. You're not a lumberjack. Am I applying for the role of uh, an ape escape zipline safety person? No, you, you're, you're, you're rural. <laughs> you're in a rural setting. Hmm. Am I the guy that shouts clear when people are pigeon shooting? Uh, no, no, <laughs> there, there is livestock involved. Oh, abattoir? You bloody wish, son. Oh. <laughs> Similar, but it's not the sweet release of death that you're facilitating. Am I wanking off a pig? He's wanking off a yeah! pig! Yeah! <laughs> and you got the job! Uh, uh, the way capitalism is going, it will be that you have to guess the job correctly in order to get the job. <laughs> Do you, I've spent a lot of time on Indeed recently. I can confirm it's all fucking baffling. Most of it, it's not a job, it's an app. It's not a job, mate. That's an app. <laughs> well, I'm so glad to get the job. Thank you very much, Jay. <laughs> well, fantastic. But I'll tell you what, I won't give you the job. What I will give you is 9,000 points. You're on 10,260 points. Great. Round five. Round five. It's called How Are You? James, how are you? I'm well. I'm very well. Um, I've had uh, I've had some odd gigs again, mm. which is good and fun and always worth talking about. Yes, uh, because David, audiences have gone weird. Mm-hmm. Sun's out. Aud- sun's out. Fun's sun's out, out the window. <laughs> um, I did I did a gig, a lovely gig in Kent, mm-hmm. um, and uh, run by uh, fantastic comic AMJ. Who occasionally listens? Hello, AMJ. Hello, AMJ. Um, he's an excellent MC, and um, very excited. Always excited to do his gigs. Uh, turned up in Deal, uh, lovely town in Kent. Very nice. It has a time tower, um, and the gig. I know. Whoa. What's the difference between a time tower and a clock tower? Uh, it's like a, you know, like a, a New Year's Eve time ball thing. Yeah. It's like that, but for every day. I prefer to call him Jules Holland. <laughs> <laughs> the time ball. Um, New Year's Eve time ball. <laughs> so I was, uh, I was, I turned up at the gig, and it's nice. It's a, it's a, it's a pretty decent turnout for a lovely sunny day. Um, Adam's doing fantastic. The acts are all great. I'm on in the second bit, and uh, people are trickling in as the show's going on the whole bar is booked out for the event and then um uh, a group of three 60 year old middle class women turn up they sit right at the front um and they proceed to loudly catch up with work and just loudly have a natter sat right at the front right near the 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 amp Mm. right near the pa and um the app before me goes like what and it stop, stops the actor goes, what, what, what's going on here? And they're like, oh, we're just having a catch-up about work. And then they just carry on having a catch-up about work. 
And then I go on, and I went on uh, in in a dress, and I go like, Way. I've got an opening bit about oh, I look like this, but this, Way. Um, it's very funny. I'll turn, it's it's good. I turn the form on its head. Nah, it's all right. <laughs> but then uh, I go like, I look like what your local MP is afraid that everyone under thirty looks like. And one of them very loudly at the front goes, "Cause you're wearing all black." Like very angry that I was wearing all black. Derailed the entire thing. Rest of the audience is like, "What the fuck's going on here?" Yeah. Also had I had a spectacular heckle early uh, later on in the set. By the way, uh, I'm not like vehemently anti heckle. I think sometimes it could be great. Mm. So later on in the set, uh, someone I was talking to someone in the audience, and his mate went, "Yeah, he's like Jay from the Inbetweeners." Pointing at his mate, mm-hmm. I went, "What a lonely virgin." <laughs> And his mate went, no, he's shagged every woman in Kent. And this 70-year-old woman at the back shouted, no, he hasn't. <laughs> Perfect. Lovely. Lovely bit of business. That, that is how you do a good heckle. That is an excellent heckle. Lovely bit of audience interaction. For the comedian to enjoy. Yes. I enjoy it. Oh, audience enjoys Let's there not encourage all... this, because we will now encourage people at our gigs who think they've come up with something for us to enjoy, and yet it's still hateful bullshit. Oh, shit. What have we done? We've opened but yeah, so a then can of worms. Carry on. I carry on with my set, and they're just talking, and they're talking louder and louder and louder, and they're trying to talk over me, even though I am amped up. So I am now in a talking cold war with these people. Uh, I try and talk to them and one of them goes, no, no, it's all right. You don't need to talk to us. And I'm like, ah, I am freaking out. I don't know what to do. So then I just go full nuclear and go like, right, turbo speed through the gig, get the energy up, get the audience laughing. And uh, I get through the end, do all right, sit down, and then the MC is about to bring the next group up and he goes, look, uh, just let's be respectful to the acts. You know, people have travelled a long way to be here. And the next act goes up and gets a couple of minutes into into the set. This group is getting louder and louder and people are getting up, talk, going to the bar to complain. Mm. Um, and then it gets to a point where Adam comes back on stage, grabs the mic and goes, spoken to the landlady, we need you to leave. Yeah. And Jeez. they go, no. And they refuse to leave. And then he goes, fuck off. Oh. And the whole crowd goes, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, Did they? And then I think, yeah. yeah. They probably went to the Weatherspoons around the corner uh, where they probably were in denial of doing anything wrong. Was it? Because audiences have gone weird. They sometimes do. There are still, like, post-COVID, we really lived in a world where people had forgotten that we weren't the telly and they had to be reminded that we were actually in front of them. And I thought that we got over that in the like the end of 2021. Then I was like, okay, it's still happening end of 2022. It gets to now and it's like mid-2023 and people are still, like, going out for the first time and being like, going to comedy and being like, oh, yeah, 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 because they have Live at the Apollo on and then they kind of just sit and chat through it and occasionally listen to some jokes. And, like, you hear veteran comedians go, I am not the telly, which just seems like such a, like, <laughs> dumb line. Ah, oh, fair. I want to tell you the story, but it's not 
my story. It's Chris Betts. Do you know comedian Chris Betts? No. Okay. Comedian Chris Betts, Canadian comedian, absolutely wonderful, uh, has told me the story of uh, he was on the uh, Blunderbuss in Edinburgh. I don't know if you know the Blunderbuss. Yes, I love the Blunderbuss. Venue where it's upstairs of top deck of a double-decker bus is the venue. Uh, and um, uh, a woman started heckling, wouldn't stop heckling, was asked to leave, refused to leave, and eventually everyone was like, please leave, and she refused to. So Chris went, fuck it, and uh, got everyone in the gig off the bus and went round the corner. There was a space where they could all just sit on the pavement and he did the rest of the gig outside because this woman refused to leave the venue. And <laughs> <laughs> managed to get Amazing. everyone to go with her, which is kind of crazy. But some people are just like, they don't, they're so unable to admit when they've made a mistake or that they, like, that they don't want to be there. And they're just like, no, 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 I've paid my money. And it's like, just sort your fucking shit. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, James, uh, it sounds like you went through a bloody horrible gig. So I am going to give you 10,000 points. Whoa! Congratulations. I'm sorry that you had to go through that. It was character building. Mm. Congratulations on your points. Commiserations on your gig. Round six. David, this next round is no, 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 no. How are you? I am sleepy, mainly because uh, the fire alarm was tested in our building today at 8 a.m. Mm. I didn't get back from my gig uh, until uh, gone 11 last night and I had to wind down. So I didn't get into bed till like two. So <laughs> not all the sleep that I would like. Um so yeah, but uh, I've also just had a very busy weekend. I released my album on Friday. It's now out in the world. Um, album. album. Uh, the people who've been listening to this regularly will have heard the adverts because obviously we record these uh, in advance. So um, released the album on Friday, uh, did a festival in uh, Hay on Wye on Saturday and then went to a wedding on Sunday. So oh. I went to How the Light Gets In Festival uh, in Hay on Wye. Not to be confused with the Hay on Y Literary Festival. Do you know uh, when uh, the literary festival takes place? Now? The same time. I was driving down the oh, road. Oh, no. I was arriving with two hours to spare before I needed to be on stage. I was driving down the road. I saw a massive festival. I'm like, that's clearly where I need to go. Went in, tried to drive <laughs> into the artist part of the car park, and all the people paroling the car park were like, no, 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 no. And like got me to drive right up a road. And then like, where, what, why uh, have you got a pass? And I was like, I'm performing. And they were like, oh, okay, well, you need to go to artists. And that was 20 minutes uh, away because I had to drive around the car park <laughs> whilst everyone was trying to leave this festival. <laughs> Bless you. Um, Excuse me. And then I finally managed to get into the artist bit, got out, managed to find three people who passed me on to each other to finally get to somebody who's supposed to give me my pass. And then she just looked me in the eye and went, you're at the wrong festival, mate. And it turns out that I had to go to one three minutes down the road. <laughs> but that whole escapade took me like 35 minutes. 
<laughs> so then I went down the festival to another one. So yeah, apparently they used to be the same festival, but then they started like being at slightly different sites and having slightly different things. And now it's um, a, two separate festivals. One of them is a kind of hybrid music festival mixed with uh, talks and it's quite posh for a festival. The other one is posher than that. It's kind of bizarre. Yes. Yes. It's a very posh festival. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, uh, busy old uh, week, but um, lots of good positive things. So, I'm just a, a sleepy goose. Uh, but, yeah. If, if, if car parks weren't so difficult, I'd be doing better, I reckon. Look at this guy. Parking his car. But he can legally drive mine. Yes, I should note. It's my girlfriend's car. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, so that's me. Someone's on the insurance. <laughs> I am. I made it cheaper, weirdly. I don't really understand how insurance works. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was my week. Well, what a busy boy he's been. And for all his busy work, I'm going to give him 20 points <laughs> because he's got quite enough on his plate as it is already. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, thank you very much, Ben. Round seven. James, round seven is called Top Five Worst Premier League Tackles. Which one of these top flight British footballers has the worst penis? <laughs> no, I'm joking, James. Uh, this next round uh, is called James or David. Uh, James, I have vis recently visited the uh, music sample website Freesound, in which you can download sounds for free. Uh, you can type words into a search bar and then they will bring up sounds. So I have either typed in the word James or the word David and found these sounds. You just have to tell me whether I typed James or David, into free sound. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you understand the premise? Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. Here is question number one. Was that James or David? <laughs> was that David? Because it was positively Lynchian. <laughs> no, it was James, unfortunately for you. Oh, by the way, this is for 400 points a question. Whoa now. Whoa now. I'm sorry, James. You did not score there. Uh, question number two. Is this James or David? We love our lives. <laughs> what the fuck? Would you like to hear that again? Uh... We love our lives. <laughs> was that James no, I'm going to say that's David, because you love your life. <laughs> uh, you're wrong about that, but you're right about it being David. Hooray! Hooray! <laughs> uh, that is 400 points to you, my friend. James, is this James or David? Number three. It's Wolves! <laughs> it's Wolves? There you go. It's Wolves! 
give, it, I'll give you a clue. Was... Uh, it, that actual file is called swoosh. 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 You know. I'm gonna say it's it's. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's James because it sounds like a load of nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> you're wrong. It was David. I'm very very sorry, James. Uh, you're not. You're doing okay at this. You're okay. Let's see if we can improve things with. I think I'm doing excellently, considering that this is not. Uh, this is a nightmare. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so this sorry. This is a conceptual nightmare. Your round was took me to hell. This is just... yes. <laughs> it's a good round. Uh, James, is this James or David <laughs> number four? I'm in a, that's like a bad music video from 2003. Yeah. That's a Linkin Park song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, because of the new metal, I'm going to say it's you. That was James. I'm really sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. In a 50-50 swing, you've only swung 50 once. I don't know if that's a good sentence. James, your final one. Was this James or David? Uh, <laughs> that was fucking well, terrifying, I even though I know exactly what it was. I know what it was. It's the sound of money disappearing. And as we've recorded this, I've just been told that I've exceeded my overdraft. Oh. So I'm going to say it's James. <laughs> we should set up a Patreon. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. That was a sad laugh. I'm sorry, James. That was actually, in fact, butt funnel. I typed butt funnel into. Ah, oh, no. Time. The sound of coins disappearing into the butt funnel. <laughs> yeah. So at the end of that, James, you have one great score. You have <laughs> 10,740. Congratulations. Oh, thank you very much. Round down. Well, David, mm -hmm. um, while we've been speaking, security have, have swept the entire building, uh, securing it for our guest host for the final round. Uh, so please be upstanding for the 45th president of the United States. <laughs> it is, of course, former president Donald J. Trump. Oh, uh... Hi, Donald. Hello, David. It's good to see you. I'm a keen listener. I think it's a very funny show. I think it's the best show. Okay. And now I think it's a whole lot better because you got me on the show. I'm doing a round. Some people are saying the best round. Some people are saying it. Lots of people are saying it. Get that fucking Jew out of here. Get that non-binary Jew. I don't even know what that means. James, get out of here. You're basic. You're cancelled. Bye-bye. <laughs> David. Hi. We're going to play the best game. It's, of course, Donald's Top Trumps. <laughs> no, we're not going to rate my thoughts. That would be very funny. Very funny game. 
But we're not going to play that game. We're not playing that game because we have to play the game of the Electoral College. We're playing. Are these things that I've said, or are these fake news? Are these fake news, folks? So all of these, by the way, are worth one billion points. Why? Because I'm exceedingly rich. But very generous. Did I say this? This is the worst trade deal maybe ever. Yeah, you, you did say that, yeah, yeah. David, I did say that. That's true. That's true. You just won yourself one billion points. Very good. Did I say this? I could end the world and people would thank me. Did I say that, David? I think you did also say that as well, yeah. David, that's fake news, okay? I never said that. <laughs> I never said that. I don't know who's repeating that. I don't know who's publishing that. But I think it's uh, very pathetic. I think it's very sad. <laughs> I've been to North Korea. Good people, fun times. I ate the food. I drank the wine. They got tiny asses, or at least you'd think so by the size of their toilets. <laughs> Did I say that? Did I say that, oh. David? I can't remember if you said that or not. That feels like something you might have said, but I also have tried to wipe it you from my like memory. <laughs> it's exactly the kind of thing that I would have said, but did I say it? <laughs> yeah, forgive me, Donald, but I try not to think about you very often. Um, I'm going to say that that is I what I think you about said. you all the time. <laughs> That's a bit creepy, Donald. Uh, you did say that. I did not say that. Oh. I did not. But I'm glad that you'd think that I'd say something so profound and so brave. <laughs> this is the world's greatest healthcare act. And that's why it is called the world's greatest healthcare act. <laughs> Did I say that? I think that's fake news. That is not fake news, David. <sighs> of course I said that. That is why my amendments to the Obamacare plan was the world's greatest healthcare plan. <laughs> that's true. I never drink wine. <laughs> did I say that, David? I think you did say that, Donald. That is true. I said I never drink wine. <laughs> I kiss me right on the mouth. You definitely said that, Donald. David, I didn't say anything like that thing glorious. And I do mean glorious. <laughs> The best thing about me is that I'm incredibly rich. You definitely said that. I did say that, David. <laughs> You're on three billion. This is good. This is great radio. <laughs> children of the night. If you've seen them, the night children. They scuttle around. Very scary. Very spooky. <laughs> what? What music they make. I don't, did I say that? I don't think you said Children that. of the night, what music they make. David, I did say that, of oh, course. Damn it. 
whilst welcoming visitors to Mar-a-Lago. You're fired. You certainly said that. Of course I said that. That was my very popular catchphrase on The Apprentice. Mm. What is a man but a miserable little pile of secrets? (laughs) Did I say that, David? I feel like I said that, but maybe you stole it from me. So, yes, you said that. I did indeed say that, and I didn't steal anything from anyone, okay? There was no collusion. There was no theft other than the theft of the election by the Democrats, (laughs) which we all know happened. I will purchase Carfax Abbey, and once I am on the shores of England, I will propagate a new species in mine own image. Oh, that's very cult-like, Donald, if you did say that. Um, did I say that? <laughs> you do like to that? create new species. Uh, so, yes? I did say that, David. <laughs> I said that. <laughs> the best Whitby jet can be found in Trump Towers. I love Northerners. I don't think you said that, Donald. I did say that, David. Damn it! David, you need to be paying more attention when Donald is speaking. That's true. I'm going to suck Jonathan Harker's blood dry. Oh, you definitely said that. I did say that, David. <laughs> Very astute. Good guy. You gotta get this guy a raise. What's he working for? CNN? That's okay. Oh, dear. Transylvania is mine, and so is Pennsylvania. If the court only counts the legal votes and disregards the fraud. I uh, definitely remember you saying that, Donald. So, yeah, you definitely said that. It is. Indeed, I said that. (laughs) And finally, fake news. Did you ever say fake news, David? Every day, I think, didn't you? I've never said fake news. (laughs) I'd never say fake news. That would be extremely disingenuous. Extremely hack, I have to say. And for insulting me like that, I'm going to take away one billion points from you. No! Yeah. You blew it. You had your chance. David, it's been wonderful speaking to you, but I must now go uh, into my coffin Covered in the earth from which I was first buried. David, bye bye. Or as we say in Trump Towers, Bob Iger <laughs> is not a true Republican and he's out of the party. And frankly, we don't need the money from Disney anymore. So that's why I am proclaiming. That Disneyland is now its own state. It can fend for itself. <laughs> well, Bob, I good to you too, Donald. Have a uh, have a day. That was really weird. You weren't even here. Like he smells bad. Hey, I could smell him from the other side of the door, <laughs> David. We should really get you a chair for the other side of the door. I. Uh, David, I don't want to alarm you, but I think I think he's a vampire. Mm. Donald well, Trump David. is a vampire. 
sorry. I just like singing and smashing pumpkins occasionally. Yes? Well, David, at the end of that round, you've got 7,010,280 points. <laughs> Guess who's or going as I to Dorking? Have... Guess who's going I'm... to Dorking? Oh, Both no. of us. Because <laughs> you have to hey! go fight the nerd. <laughs> I'll see you on the Megabus. I-T-E road trip. I-T-E road trip. Let's do it. Yes, let's do it. Live gig in Dorking. 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 I have to fight the king of the dorks. Mm. I hope he's got his bloody lunch money ready. He'll also have a pl- plastic lightsaber from a Funko Pop ready. Ah, oh, boy. I hate that guy. <laughs> um, exciting. Well, David, mm. at the end of that, you have won that trip to Dorking. Well done. Yes. And I'm off to fight the dork king. And thank you very much for listening to the show. Mm. If you've enjoyed us, send us a positive review. We're on your favourite websites that you listen to podcasts on and also applications. Mm. So why not give us five stars? Five, please. And if you give us any less than that... um, just be a bit upset to be honest yeah I'd be be very upset (laughs) and you can also find us on all the social medias where we are is this enough pod Mm. Instagram Mm. Facebook Twitter Mm. TikTok YouTube YouTube Mm. and David where can people find you I am at David Horlol on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and Twitch. And you can find me on YouTube. Just type in David Hor. What a lot of fun. What a lot of fun. James, where can um, we find you? Other than well, in Dorking, can... fighting the Dorking. I'm going to beat that guy senseless. <laughs> you watch, mate. You bloody watch. He's not going to see this coming because his glasses are so thick. <laughs> I, I will warn you, the Dork King second is the Door King. Oh, God, the Lord of the Portals. <laughs> I can't spend any more time in the Never Realms. And he only listens to Jim Morrison. <laughs> oh, Lord. Where can we find you on the internet, James? Well, David, you can find me at Is That James O on Insta and Twitter. And you can also find me on TikTok where I'm Let the James Begin. Mm. Lovely. Uh, do you want to do this week's? Audience round. Audience round. Audience round. Audience round. So, I do want to do this week's audience round. The audience's round for last week was, what's wrong with my flat now? Is the sink (laughs) leaking? Is the washing machine not finishing? Or is the boiler broken? The correct answer was, all of them. (laughs) However, I have fixed two of them. Because being non-binary means... Mainly wanting to feel not tethered down by gender, but also occasionally feeling like you can fix something and be manly as all shit and walk around going, <laughs> done it up like a trait treacle, done it up like a fucking trait. Mm. Oi, oi. Um, <laughs> they do say the audience, that a lot. Yes, we say it a lot <laughs> at our pride meetings. Uh, the audience around this week is a shameful true or false. <gasps> True or false? I've been accosted by the police for public urination. <gasps> True or false? True or false? 
Send your answers in to is this enough podcasting at gmail.com. Please do. You could you could win some bespoke artwork. Bespoke. That I should really fucking crack on. <laughs> Not made any yet. This is episode eight. You made one. I made one. Have we sent it to anyone? Have we fucked? <laughs> Uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, bye bye, or as we say on this podcast, bye bye, girl. Bye bye, girl. David Hoare here, co-host of Is This Enough, letting you know that I am returning to the Edinburgh Fringe this summer from the 2nd to the 25th of August with my new show, 1000% Musical Comedy, in which I will attempt to create the maximum amount of musical comedy. Tickets on sale now from the Fringe website. I will be doing a preview of the show at the Brighton Fringe on Saturday, May 4th at 4.15pm at Three Jolly Butchers. Tickets available via Skiddle. And if you'd like to see James O'Donoghue live, they're performing on Thursday the 2nd of May at Comedy Queers at Off-Broadway in Hackney. Also, you can now watch full video versions of new episodes of Is This Enough on YouTube, starting with mini-episode 4.